Well, hello everyone. This is Dr. Eileen and this is Medicine Walk. And for those of you who are listening in on Blog Talk Radio, this is Healing House Radio. Well, it is a continuing process getting settled back in. Um, I just got my new futon in the mail and it got delivered today. So I just have to uh, get the handyman here to help me move out my old mattress and I can really start to put my life and my home back together again. And that really is an important part of who we are, is our home. So today we're going to kind of look at our connection to it, how it can affect our moods, how it can affect, you know, who we are. And for people who are empathic, remember, we resonate with all kinds of energy and a house has energy. You know, if there's anybody who's ever felt that when you get home, there's something more than just four walls. It's the place you feel safe. It is the place where you can be okay or you can be yourself. And if your home isn't that, I'm really sorry. And I hope that it gets better for you. But for now, we're going to be talking about our relationship with our homes. Now, this whole process has been really strange because of the fact that when I left, I had to start setting my mind on the fact that there was a good chance that I would never see that home again. And over the past seven years, this has become, you know, my sanctuary, my eye of the storm. It is everything that I ever wanted in a home, a little cabin in the woods surrounded by trees and near a river. And all of those things, this was my dream. And it was like my dream was possibly quite literally going up in smoke. What would I do then? Where would I feel safe? How would I feel safe? And even though I felt totally welcomed and, and appreciated and safe where I was staying, it wasn't my home. It wasn't the home that I had sort of made my own. And so when I came back, yes, I was so excited to see it was still here and that, you know, with a little bit of cleaning, it was going to be fine. And yet there was something about it that was no longer as safe as it was. And I'm working through that place of Yes, I'm home. Yes, the fire is, well, it's fully contained and hopefully it will be out soon. And still, it, there's a vulnerability to it. There is a, there's sort of a feeling of it not being as safe as it was because now I feel vulnerable. And it's, I mean, you know, the fact that, yes, I still live in a forest and a forest, another forest fire could possibly happen. So I'm learning how to manage recreating my relationship with my home, even though it's different now, even though it's changed now, even though maybe it was just that naive thought. I mean, there had been other fires up here before. But I never had to leave. I never had to think I may never see this again. Which really emphasized to me the energetic connection that I do have with my home and the trees around it. I mean, it's the whole environment. So consider taking a look around at your home. 
how would you feel if you had to leave it very quickly? What would you take? And how would you feel if maybe when you left, you might not be able to see it again. You might not be able to come back to it. Now, when you look at the things that you have, and remember, this is about energy. You have an energetic connection, not just with the home, but with the things in it. And these are things maybe that help you feel safe. Maybe the home itself helps you feel safe. Maybe it was your dream home or maybe it was your family home. And as we set up a, a link with that, when that is made vulnerable or when that becomes different from what it had been to you, well, we can, you know, we can feel that impact and suddenly that vulnerability is within ourselves. Also, the fact that, you know, I've got boxes and things and stuff I'm going through. So it's a little bit chaotic. And when our home is chaotic, when our space is chaotic, you know, maybe, maybe you just have a room, maybe you're renting a room. So that room is your home. And if things are chaotic, if things are cluttered, and I know there are some people who just embrace the chaos and kind of like things a little bit cluttered. But the idea is that if it is in the way that you want it, then your energy flows with it easier. It has an easier job of supporting you. That space then has the ability to really help you, you know, to work through things and give you a safe place to work through them. But if things, if you look around and you don't like the way things are, you don't like the way the furniture is set or, you know, it's just cluttered and you can't quite motivate yourself to clear it up. The more that clutter remains, the more you're going to feel sluggish, the more you're going to feel, you know, not pro or unproductive. Now, there are though always those times when, you know, we get very enthusiastic and we go ahead and we clean up everything. Think of how you feel, you know, when you have spent a good afternoon or day just really cleaning up the room maybe companies coming maybe people are coming over and then you go in the room and you sit and you feel good it's like you look around and you can actually relax in the room but when it's looking like you know kind of a mess or in a way that doesn't resonate with you like I said some people are perfectly content in the clutter and if you're not one of those people, and if it kind of gets to you a little bit, if you're a little embarrassed about it, all of those heavier energies and heavier emotions start to really soak into the space. It wants to be cleared. It wants to take care of you. You know, kind of pretend with me for a minute, you know, because I'm a firm believer that spirit exists in all things, including our homes, including our spaces. It's why I, my car has a name. It's why I talk to it. It's why when I come into my home and I take a deep breath and let it go, I almost feel it embracing me. I almost feel like it's saying, it's okay. You're home now. That's all right. You can rest. So consider what it is that is your relationship with your space. What is it that you feel when you walk into your room? Do you look around and go, I really need to change that or I really need to move that or God, I have always disliked the shelf in that corner or wow, you know, those piles of papers are really piling up. 
one when a room is sort of more orderly if it has more space and if you have windows open them it's really important to get air circulated through now when the air quality is absolutely horrible yeah you know you might need to keep those windows closed and then just run a you know humidifier an air purifier or even if it's you know an oscillating fan that's better than nothing but on days when air is doing pretty good and you can open the windows and especially now that it's fall because there's always that nice breeze that's going through and you can be able to relax and feel fresh air and breathe in fresh air and just sit in your space so consider what it is that you can do if you don't feel that way if you don't feel safe in your space that's important and it's important for you to figure out why what is it about the space that you know maybe like i said maybe you're just renting a room in a place and it's not, you know, it's not optimal for you, but that space can still be your sacred space. Maybe it's not so much the home, but the people in it that maybe are a little bit difficult. So it makes it hard to be able to claim a space. And that, in that circumstance, find, you know, if it's your bedroom, just make that the core of your space. Everyone should feel comfortable and safe where they are. A home should not just be a building. It should be a place of nurturing. And even if there's no one in it, you can feel the house itself. And it's important to be able to have a safe place. It's important to be able to have a space that you can just breathe in that's yours and it's sacred. Now there's a lot of people who lost their homes and it's, I, I know what it is to lose a home because I lost one home because of um, the subprime loan thing and I got caught up in it and I lost a home. And that was very heartbreaking for me because that had been a family home. And the people who moved into it love it very much in a way that I stopped loving it a long time ago because all I saw were the cracks in it and all I saw were the things that needed to be taken care of. I didn't see it for what it was, a place that was a shelter, the place that was a haven. All I saw were the things that were wrong with it and the house knew that. Because every time I drive past, you know, I can go down into the valley and see where it is. And every time I drive past it, I see children playing and laughing. And that house hadn't had real laughter in it in a long time. And by being willing to accept the loss of that, I opened up to the home that I always dreamed of. So we both ended up happy. And this little cabin, like I said, I've been here for seven years and I feel it. I feel the trees around it and it is amazing to have this space that is just there for me. You know, this is the first time I've lived alone in my whole life, really, where there was nobody else there. So take a look at your space. What can you do to make it more your space? If you don't feel comfortable in it, what can you do to help you feel comfortable? What can you do to help 
it feel like the energy is flowing and, and, you know, and being empathic, you can feel the flow of energy. If you walk into a room and it feels sluggish, if you walk into a room and it just feels kind of almost like you're wading into mud and the energy is very heavy in there, what can you do to change that? What can you do to shift that? And even if you just have one room, you can make that room your sanctuary. You can bring in plants or you can bring in flowers. Plants are an excellent way to be able to bring up the energy in any room. And also, even if they're, you know, cut flowers that once a week you treat yourself to, you know, some cut flowers from the grocery store, or better yet, if you have a friend who has a garden and they're willing to give you a little bouquet of flowers each week. Putting flowers in a room, because what flowers do is they take on the negative energy and they allow it to, you know, they pull it in and they clear the room for you. So consider those things. Consider that maybe you need to bring more light in and being able to, you know, if you have, issues because especially at this time of the year we're getting into a time where a lot of people who suffer from something called seasonal affective disorder and oddly enough it's sad so if you have seasonal affective disorder make sure that you're getting the full spectrum lights and you can you can pick those up almost anywhere you can you can google them and a lot of places have them to order but full spectrum light will help you so take a look at your home. Is it a house or is it your haven? And if you need help or if you have any questions about what could assist in moving energy, please contact me. Get a hold of me and I'll be happy to give you any advice I can on that. If you have any particular experiences with your home that you want to share, please share them in the comments. But it is your home. And it is fall. That's the time of home and hearth. So enjoy it. So thank you for joining me. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please leave them in the comments section. And you can also reach me through my um, Facebook group, Medicine Walk with Dr. Eileen. You can follow me on Twitter. You can friend me on Discord. You can uh, send me an email through the email address. And all of those are in the description. And if you like the video, please consider pressing like. And if you haven't subscribed, or for those of you who have, thank you so much. And if you haven't, could you please? It would really help out the channel and it would help me to grow it. And I really want to put something out that's positive. There's a lot. YouTube is an amazing place. And there's some stuff on it that frankly is a bit heavy. And I wanted to put out something that would help bring energy up, that would help people to be able to feel good. And so if you can subscribe and help me do that, that would be awesome. So again, thank you for joining me. And as always, I wish you balance and I wish you blessings from my heart to yours. Love you and see you next time. Bye.